welcome to I'm In Here, a space all about spirituality, healing, and awakening for Black women, inclusive of women of trans experience, as well as gender non-conforming and non-binary people of color. Here, I share tools and skills that have helped me along my spiritual and personal journey, and hopefully you will find some value in the information for your own journey to grow, heal, and align with your higher self. My name is Kendall, and I thank you for joining me. We have made it to the sixth chakra. This is the one that I think people are most fascinated by, most curious about. Uh, I think this is the one that people also kind of jump to or when we talk about chakras, I think this is the one that people are most familiar with because it's become very popular. This is the third eye chakra or as it is known in Sanskrit, Ajna. This is the chakra that's all about spiritual awakening and illumination. Now it sits not in the center of your forehead as many people tend to think. It actually sits right in like between your eyebrows um, and it lines with the bridge of your nose. Uh, This is a powerhouse of an energy center. This chakra is a powerhouse chakra. When it's healthy, when it's open, when it's moving and all the energy is flowing, Uh, you are able to tap into your inner knowing and your wisdom. You're connected to the world that is within you and the world outside of you. And you understand that those worlds are actually one in the same. You're also able to be grounded in the world, in your body, and also have an expanded consciousness. Now, the element that is associated with the chakra, and if you remember, each of the chakras have an, uh, an element that it's associated with, this one is light. And I don't have a very succinct way to be able to explain how this element uh, works with this chakra in my own lived experience. I can, I can feel it in my body, but I don't know if I can express that to you but I'm going to try. So let's see. Um, So with light, first of all, I think that there's a distinction between light and dark that people assume that darkness is bad, light is good. And I want to dispel that. I want to just break that idea. I want to get rid of that because darkness to me means possibility. It means that there is a plethora of opportunities that are just waiting and you can pluck whatever possibility, opportunity, idea, creative thought, whatever. Like that's where everything emanates from is like the dark space, the void, dark matter. Um, Light, I think of as... uh, really as a part of kind of expandedness it's a it's an element that for me in the way that I perceive it and experience it is that light can be uh one as in like light as in light and dark and light could also be as in lightness airiness expansiveness uh rather than kind of heavy weight weightedness now these are the signs and symptoms of a third eye chakra that is not healthy or imbalanced. And I say this quite a bit, but I like to remind all of you that 
while I'm giving the signs and symptoms for this particular chakra, keep in mind that, like I said, they, they're a system, so it all works together. So while I may be addressing these symptoms for this third eye chakra, this may be um, some symptoms that you notice with some other chakras because, like I said, they all work together. So uh, signs of an unhealthy or imbalanced uh, third eye chakra are that you could be oblivious to your inner wisdom, like the messages that you receive from spirit, you just ignore them. You live too much in your body or the physical world. You're completely detached from anything spiritual. It could also be a sign of uh, maybe you're too much in your head and you can sometimes confuse your dreams with reality. And you think that um, you could be so kind of like off into the world or off into your spiritual pursuits that you are not grounded within yourself and so you're you're not present you're not in your body you're off somewhere else you're in another universe you're in another planet planetary system somewhere um, but you're not really here and you can spend a lot of time doing a lot of spiritual work and be so consumed in those spiritual practices that you're not present uh, you can be overly intellectual you can overthink everything you'd be really too much in your head uh, and so that could be another uh, sign and symptom so it's either opposite ends of the spectrum where you're either so kind of consumed in the physical and not really interested in anything spiritual or you can be so consumed in the spiritual and not really be concerned about anything in the physical Now it's time for the Q&A section. The reason why I'm giving more time for the Q&A is because, um, one, I really want to bring some attention to some of the things that I see on the internet, some of the stories and um, content that I see circulating around the third eye chakra and try to tease it apart a little bit. And two, I think that it is crucial that people understand themselves and their energy systems. And I don't think while listening to other people's stories and listening to other people's perspectives is very helpful, be very careful that certain things aren't clickbait. I mean, there's a lot of clickbait out there that wants to draw you in and pull you in, um, but do some research on your own. So you can look for other people, you can listen to other people's stories and also kind of take the pieces that resonate with you and leave the things that don't. So a question that gets asked quite a bit or the question that I think that comes up when it's related to this third eye chakra is, if I open up this chakra, will I be susceptible to um, psychic attacks? Will I be susceptible to um, demons or uh, lower vibrational energy forms that will um, attach themselves onto me. I think there's also stories about people who have opened their third eye chakra and that have uh, then suddenly become depressed or had uh, like a mental, emotional, spiritual breakdown. So let me say first that we don't know what is all a part of someone's history and what's all a part of their story. All of this stuff, all of this energy work that you're doing, you have to take into account your personal history, 
um, your trauma, your lived experiences, also your generational history. And so just like we all each have individual fingerprints, all of our energy systems are going to be different because there's different things, there's different pieces of uh, history and information that color our energy bodies. And so I think that there's a lot of information out there that will say that as you work on the higher chakras above like your heart, so your throat, particularly your third eye and crown, a lot of people talk about the third eye and the crown, that if you open it up too quickly that you could be susceptible to like um, mental uh, mental health issues. And I think the same could be said for the lower chakras. Any energy that you work with takes um, takes some time to understand it. If you move too fast with any energy center, with any chakra, you're going to have... Um, you're going to struggle. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be challenging. And that's why I always say to be patient and take your time when you're doing this energy work, because moving fast does not equate to being better. Moving fast doesn't equate to being whole or being well. Being fast is simply that, being fast. It it it, it doesn't reap the rewards that many of us are looking for when it comes to our spiritual work. Slowing down is really what is necessary. And so I, for myself, like the spiritual work that I'm doing when I'm working on my chakras, and I I think I've mentioned this before, I've been working on my chakras for decades now. And I started at my root. I haven't gone any higher than kind of like my heart or throat right now. And the reason for that is like, as I keep moving up and moving up, there will be something that um, triggers some type of remembrance of energy or some type of memory that's tied to a, a, a lower chakra. So I'll go back down to that chakra. So maybe I'll be working on my heart and then I'll realize, hmm, there's something that I didn't address with my sacral. So I'll go back down to my sacral. And I spent a lot of time, I spent a lot of time in the lower three and I still go back to them every so often. I still do grounding practices for my root chakra. I still do creative um, and healing and water practices for my sacral. I still do like power stances for my solar plexus because when I can have any type of practice that keeps that energy flowing, it's like an engine and it can powerhouse the other chakras as I move forward. It gives me the energy. It gives me uh, the momentum to, to keep moving up. And I say that because when I hear these stories about people who are working on their third eye chakra and then they've experienced some type of trauma because of it, I'm always curious as to one, did they take their time to actually move through all of the chakras before they got to the third eye or before they got to the throat or the crown or did they just skip right to that one um did they also take the time to understand not just their own uh energy but the energy of the environment around them uh and what i mean by environment is not just like your physical location although that is important but also like the people around you taking into account the energy systems that um that affect you as you move through the world uh also taking into account like like i said before your your history 
and the energy that has been passed down to you from generations prior. There's a whole host of things that you have to understand and take into account as you're doing this energy work. This is no joke, (laughs) y'all. Like, this is no joke. And while I try to make this information as light and as bubbly and as um, accessible and fun, I'm also trying to make it very honest and very real. And I don't know if a lot of people do that because I think that when we talk about spirituality or when there's content out there about um, doing all these spiritual practices, there's all this kind of um, current of how wonderful it is and how great it is. And it is, but there also isn't really like the honesty of the fact that this is really hard. It is a struggle. There are days where you're going to feel like shit. There are days where you're not going to want to do this work. There are days where you are going to have a bit of a breakdown because what you're processing and what you're moving through your body is a lot, not just for your own lifetime, but the lifetimes of people before you. I have been working on things that were just exclusive to my life, things that I knew that I could go back in my timeline and say, I know that this is something that has affected me. I know that this is affecting my energy. Let me work on this thing. And as I work on whatever that thing is, I find that, oh, I have a conversation with my mother and then something comes up between the two of us where I'm realizing, oh, I'm I'm also working through things with my mother. I'm working through things with my grandmother. And those are things that take time because those are energy systems or those are things, energy pieces or components that have been passed down to me that have been calcified over time, right? So if there's certain things that maybe my mother carried or my grandmother carried um, on both sides of my family that I'm not aware of, but suddenly as I'm doing this energy work, I become aware that, oh, there's, there's this pattern There's this familial pattern that I didn't know that I had, that I wasn't aware of, and that can take time to chip away. So going slow, being patient, and understanding that there's no expiration date on this work, okay? The work is still going to be challenging because we still live on this planet. We still... (laughs) interact with people. We still interact with uh, animals. We still interact with the planet. So every moment there's going to be something that's going to be new, that's coming up, that's going to be challenging. And it's, I really just encourage people to take their time and to slow down. There's so much information about opening up all of your chakras and doing kundalini work and doing kundalini yoga and I just, I'm always concerned if people really understand what those energies really truly mean and what they're really opening up for themselves. Like it's cute to do a yoga pose, but do you know what that yoga pose is doing for you? Do you know what that is unlocking for you? If you don't, and if you, and even if you don't understand what that is doing for you or what it's bringing up, if you feel some type of emotion, If something is, if there's a wave of emotion that comes over you, take some time to be curious about yourself and, and, and explore and understand like, what is that emotion telling you? Because our emotions are signals for things. They're signals, they're breadcrumbs that let us know, Hey, something's going on. Something is happening that we didn't address here. And so whatever emotion is coming up, like 
we can take some time to look at it. And so I, I know like I have a friend of mine who's a yoga teacher and she says like, you know, she'll have people who will cry on the mat. People who will be like in deep pain on the mat. They can have that moment in that yoga studio, in that class of deep pain and crying. But when they get up from the mat, are they taking the time to like fully investigate, go a little deeper and understand for themselves, like, why did that emotion come up in the middle of this yoga class? What was going on there? We're so quick to just be fast. (laughs) We're so quick to just gloss over things, to say that we're fine when we're not. And really all of this energy work is begging you to slow down. It is like, it's just saying, please take your time. And so if you happen to see things on the internet that say, um, that people have had some type of mental breakdown or anything like that related to their third eye chakra, um, you know, kind of take that information with, uh, with a grain of salt, understand if you do happen to watch whatever the video is, or if you read whatever the article or blog post is, try to understand that you're not going to have all of the information about this person's experience and each person's experience is going to be very different. So while the information may be helpful, understand that your energy system, your energy body is specific to just you. And so you will not have the same experience as that person, but that's why it's so important to be able to listen to those subtle clues that your body is always giving you through your emotions, through your aches and pains, through like just the nudges through like those gut intuition feelings, your body is always telling you something. It is a big antenna. It's a receptor of energy that's always letting you know what's going on. The question is, are you paying attention? Now I want to move on to the crystals for this chakra. Really, the only crystal that I suggest for this chakra is the crystal um, amethyst. And the reason why I only recommend amethyst is because you will be the, the lower five really are all kind of rolled up into the third eye. Because like I was saying, this is about spiritual awakening and illumination. And so in order to have that awakening you have to be fully secure within yourself and uh, feel safe, which is your root. You have to be able to have some type of connection to that creative energy, to that sensual energy, which is your, your sacral. You have to be connected to your power, which is your solar plexus. You have to be connected to love, all forms of love, which is your heart. And then you got to be able to articulate yourself and express yourself, not just verbally, but also energetically through your body. And so when you get up to this third eye, you've had all this time to work on all of these components. Amethyst enhances your awareness. It also helps you feel less scattered, more focused and in control of your body and all of your energy. Uh, It helps when you have to make decisions. It brings in like, um, I don't want to say common sense, but it brings in like a a better understanding. Uh, You're able to kind of discern between what is right, what is for you, and what is not. 
Uh, it helps you to be able to enhance your memory. It improves your motivation. And it's also really good for remembering and understanding your dreams. You can put amethyst under your pillow and sleep with it. And if you have a dream journal, you have it next to your bed so that as soon as you wake up, you can write stuff down. But if you have the amethyst under your pillow, or even if you can have it like on a night side table, really close to your um, head when you're sleeping, it will help you to not only just recall your dreams, but it can really also enhance your dreams. Um, and dreams are a really good way for spirit to be able to communicate with us and talk to us in uh, times when we're not so distracted during the day. So those are all good things to help with this third eye chakra. Amethyst helps to enhance all of that energy. Ah, I kind of got a little intense there. You know, I got a little, <laughs> got a little deep in it because I, man, I, I have been doing spiritual work for a very long time. I would say the majority of my life. I mean, honestly, we all have been doing spiritual work all of our lives, but consciously doing spiritual work, I've been doing it for a very long time, well over 20 years. And I, I have seen how things evolve and change over time, how spirituality has become more popular. Take all of this information that you're absorbing, even from me, and really take some time to sit with it, see what resonates, see what works with you, see what clicks, and whatever doesn't, leave it by the wayside, but always test things out for yourself. Test out different spiritual practices, test out different crystals, test out different information and see what works for you. That's what I have done all of this year and all of my research and all of my learning and all of the exploration and the spiritual teachers and the workshops and the seminars and the trainings and all these th things that I've done all these years has been to help me better understand my energy system. Now I can have broad information and general information that I think is helpful for different people, but there's, um, there's certain things that I know that are specific to me. And it took me some time to understand that and learn that for myself because I would take information and think like, oh, well, this is accurate. This is true. And then when something was different or counter to that, then I would kind of get a little confused and a little lost. And I had to learn that what is best for me is for me and that I can still take in, in some information. I can still take in some knowledge from someone else and... I don't have to like take that on as my own truth if it doesn't fit me. So I suggest that to all of you with all this information that I share and any information that you come across, just take some time, slow down to see what is for you and what isn't. I thank you so much for joining me. Interesting little funny story. I actually already recorded the crown chakra thinking that I recorded this episode the third eye chakra and I did not so I kind of went out of order but you're not going to know that it's still going to come out in order so uh thank you so much for listening if you have any questions that you would like for me to answer whether it's on the podcast or my youtube channel please uh, send me an email my email's in the show notes but it is kendall k-e-n-d-a-l 
at inherpower, all one word, dot space. And if you want me to read your question on the podcast or the YouTube channel, please let me know that as well and I will shout you out. I will catch you on the next episode and we will get to the last chakra, the final chakra, the crown, and that's a doozy too. Can't wait to share that one with you. Thank you so much. Please remember to take care of yourself first and foremost. Know that I love you and have a wonderful, blessed day. Bye. I'm In Here is produced and edited by me, Kendall. The intro music was also created by me. You can find my wellness business, In Her Power, on Instagram at in her underscore power or on Twitter at in her power. You can email me with any questions, concerns, ideas, thoughts that you may have. My email address is Kendall, K E N D A L, at inherpower.space. To help support me in continuing to bring you some great content, I invite you to become a patron. Please make sure you review, share, and subscribe to this podcast.